All right, welcome back to the Seinfeld Podcast, Ohioan. I'm Chris. This is Laura. Laura, how are you today? Good. It's Friday. I, I, yeah, I'm just telling you. This week has went a long time, and we're still kind of in the middle of the week, and we're looking forward to having the good podcast and get this week over with. It should be good. Mm-hmm. I'm actually yeah. off tomorrow, which I'm. Fa- it's going to be great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fascinating. I, I'm looking forward to it. Well, let's talk. This week we're talking about the Doodle, and very interesting episode. Lots of good stuff in the Doodle. I didn't remember at first, mm-hmm. but a lot of you know pretty signature moments. Um, overall, and again, we're assuming if you're here at the Doodle. You know what to do with it. You're not like, huh, what's this Seinfeld I've heard so much about? I mean, yeah. the show's been on for 30 years. You probably either like to doodle, you like us, you like both, whatever. So what? before we get into some of the questions and things you phrased, what kind of stuck out most to you about this doodle? Again, it's a, it's a good episode for, like, the minor, the more minor stories are the ones that are the most interesting to me, anyway. Um, the... I actually, to be honest with you, I mean, I'm not exactly sure what the main thing is. I mean, it's probably George's relationship, I guess. But like um, the Mackinac peaches is huge and the fleas is huge. And, you know, Elaine and her interview is a big thing. So to me, all those stories are more interesting than the girlfriend, you know. Yeah, I'm thinking with us and, and like work and everything. That's so fascinating because I know as a journalist, I really haven't had expense accounts as much. I've been more of a, you know, copier designer, but there's times like I know um, a job. Yeah. Massim. We we were just talking about Massim right before we came on the air. I got to go to New York city with a kid that was dying of cancer. He got to do a trip Mm -hmm. to uh, Statue of Liberty. I, I got to take some trips when I was in PR marketing and man, you're always careful and a little nervous about when you get an expense account. Like if they say, hey, here's a per diem per day when you're traveling and everything. Yeah. It always gets freaked out. And Elaine made the uh, costly mistake of saying, all right, you know, you go take my hotel room and do whatever. <laughs> and you think it's like Jerry's parents. I mean, I guess if you were going to do that, do that with old parents. You know, they're not going to be, you know, partying and doing everything. But, man, they did make Elaine look bad. <laughs> who Who knew that that would be what would happen, you know? I and mean, if you had to do it, they're the safest bets, I would say. But um, obviously, it went wrong. Yeah, you would think. Um, I mean, Nana was hilarious, you know, mm-hmm. she threw the bottle of champagne. Um, Uncle Leo, again, mm-hmm. just ridiculously strong here, you know. We were singing so the praises funny. of Uncle Leo, and if you think we're crazy, rewatch the episode. You know, Google Uncle Leo, yeah. watch the episodes he's in. Yeah, very good example of how great Uncle Leo was on the show. I gotta say, the end, his end moment at the end of the episode, is one of the top moments in the whole show. I think top ending moments for sure. Where's right the play about the nuts? <laughs> where no, where uh, where he was? He said they told me an Asian woman was coming, <laughs> <laughs> and Elaine is just horrified. Yeah. Um, also, the like to me, like some of those ending moments are top notch. You know, like the marine biologist, which is one another one of my oh, favorites. Yeah. Oh, and he pulls the <laughs> a hole in one. Yeah, we're gonna be sobbing when we talk about the episode. I yeah. I can't believe shame on the vulture that we're in the 30s and we're not. We haven't talked marine biologists. I yeah. mean, if this was my list, that's we'd one. I would get through the top three without talking about marine biologists. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. 
And well, I thought it was funny. Very 90-ish. I mean, I, I think back to when I was in high school and college, the ability to watch different things at the same time was always a plus. I remember a high school senior, I went to a speech uh, tournament. And on the way back, we did well. They said, hey, you're going to go to Damon's. So we go to Damon's to eat. We're sitting at this table, and there's four TVs side by side with different college basketball games. And you thought we were in heaven. You're like, man, if we died today, hey, we've hit all we can hit in life. It's wonderful. And I think back to Jerry's dad in the show. He's like, man, I'm watching four pay-per-view movies all at once. And we're like, boy, that's weird. But back then, hey, that's a plus. Yeah. I mean, you'd be excited for that, you know, yeah. during that time. Yeah. Um, well, go oh. ahead. No, go ahead. Well, I'm just going to say, you sent some questions. Uh, I, let's take some time and going over what you sent me. And... There weren't really questions necessarily in this one. Mm-hmm. I mean, the only one that the only one that could be really a question is, why does Kramer never know anything about Jerry? Yes. <laughs> I, I mean, it's very weird. hilarious, you know? He never knows. Like he didn't. He doesn't know when his birthday is in one episode. <laughs> he doesn't know, like, if he has certain appliances when he spends basically his entire life in his apartment and with Jerry. I w- I wonder is it maybe like a lack of observation? Like we reconnected, <laughs> we were working together side by yeah. side for a couple of years, and we, we yeah we stayed in contact on Facebook. We saw each other from time to time, yeah. but you know. We didn't know each other, but it would be like if I met you again, I'm like, your name, Laura? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I'm asking these really basic questions, like, and what yeah. did you do at the paper we worked at? You know, you'd be yeah. like, well, well, shouldn't he at least know that? Yeah, it seemed weird because Jerry yeah. and Kramer, maybe not best of friends, but they're living by pretty, each other. Pretty and, darn close, yeah. Yeah, it, was it Kramer had forgetfulness? Was it that Kramer was just... Not observe it where Kramer's yeah. like, you know, whatever. Hey, Jerry, just, Jerry looks at him, it's just hysterical. He's like, Yes, no, <laughs> very, very smart writing, very Kramerish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely yeah. enjoyed that. Kramer's um, very consistent, that's what's the best, you know. You always can count on him for something ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at your notes now. I, I like to know about, uh, yeah, Jerry's a germaphobe, you can't get that far into the show with it. Yeah, but my goodness, the, the nuts in the peach pit. Very big reaction from Jerry about that. Yeah. I, you know, the one thing it took me, I watched it a couple times going back on it. um, And I never, I couldn't figure out he was eating nuts off of her ice cream. And he was eating them off the plate, I think. But it's just odd, you know? I mean, you know, people always talk about how much they don't, you know, like to share food, like Joey and friends doesn't like to share food. Um, but I mean, it just, it took me a minute to figure out whose they were and what the deal was, you know? I thought it was funny too. Yeah. They were on a double date situation. I remember early in my marriage, my wife and I tried to set up friends of ours and we're, we're at the dinner and something odd happened. So I, you know, asked my friend to come with me, and we didn't know where to go, so we went to the bathroom. So it's weird to have yeah. two guys walk back to the bathroom together. <laughs> so maybe that wasn't the best move or most felt move because I had to tell him something about. It. I'm like, dude, you're really looking weird here. Well, George had that same reaction, but I thought it was funny because he's like, "Hey, look down here," and it was like a loud whisper. <laughs> I'm sure the girls could hear, and it's so strange. They both dip their heads to the other side of the table. 
I, I've never seen that before. I, I don't think that would work. I mean, they actually did that once before in another episode, which brings up another itch thing that I wrote down mm-hmm. about George having issues with Jerry being funny when he's yes. around yes. or he's on dates because he they dip down one other time and Jerry's or George is like, what are you doing to me here? You know, mm-hmm. stop being so funny. And he he was irritated by him being funny when he was talking about uh, what was it again? Um, the girl. Oh, somebody did. Want, he, he didn't. She. He never saw her naked, and she was a. Yeah. She was a model for. Yes. Uh, for artists. So he just I, I, he has a problem. <laughs> he has a problem with Jerry being funny. Don't hang out with the comedian. <laughs> well, I think back to where they were dating the person, yeah, Mary Matlin. Or was that the girl, the one who who couldn't was deaf and, and had a hard time? Yeah. So they were kind of holding up napkins and you know everything else of their yeah. faces. And too. she heard or yes. knew what they were talking about. Yeah, I, I love that. Yeah, that was a, a great great role there. It's when George oh. was eating the chocolate sundae. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I do agree with Jerry though. Don't don't spit the nuts out at the plate. Yeah, a weird yeah. move for Jerry to grab the nuts off the plate, but don't spit them out. I mean, I, I kind of sense that too. I thought George very classic. Um, it's something that you could tell throughout the series. You know, George gets upset. George gets nervous. Um, uh, Krista Miller, who played um, George's mm-hmm. girlfriend, um, you remember her from uh, Drew Carey. Um, also, the oh boy, the show of Courtney Cox. Um, we're there in Florida. Uh, Cougar oh. Town. Cougar Town. You know, I never watched that. Actually, I I have a weird love hate relationship with that show. I I'll catch it on streaming. I'll let go for hours while I'm working. And I'll laugh and mm-hmm. everything. Then after a couple hours, I'm like, why am I watching this? I turn it off and don't watch it for another couple months. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's quirky. It's interesting. But, but I always thought Kristen Miller was a good actress and everything. Mm-hmm. Kristen made the strange movie. Again, it's a comedy. It's lines written for her. But you never say that. I'm not that into looks. Yeah, you might yeah. sit there and say, oh, you know what? You know, hey, maybe I'm more good looking than George is, but girls never should say that to guys. And Krista yeah. made that, and she's more like, hey, it's all good. I'm not in the looks. And then Lane compounds a mistake. Yeah, you don't repeat that you. to George. Yeah. Very it, it, great for the comedy of the show, but I was scratching my head going, no, no. Like if I was some <laughs> relationship <laughs> analyst. Yeah. Very, very, very strange moves. Yeah. And obviously, for a while, since George the tailspin, but then the, the end of the show, he's he's good with it. He's wearing velvet. Yeah. They're hooking up. Everything's he's good. He's testing her. He's testing her uh, comment that he could do anything, basically. Well, yeah. and, and you thought maybe if she would have went with it, which you know, obviously didn't say to get on the show, maybe that could have been her girl. I mean, I yeah. you know, if she's one accepting the way it looks and he's wearing velvet yeah. and everything. So you know, at the end. You notice at the end, he was the one who was going to break it off because she was gross enough to pick up that peach pit. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. There was no mystery there. I mean, you picked the peach pit up that somebody else had just taken out of their mouth. <laughs> so I, There'd probably be a good analysis. Like, either write a book or do like a 10-hour podcast on 
who George and, and Jerry could have ended up with. Um, it's interesting. And if you if you see this right away, uh, check out, yeah, Canton Repository. You, you know, Laura does some work with there, and uh, I do some work with there. Yeah, really great story this weekend, talking about a relationship that just didn't last. And, you know, the story was kind of speculating on decisions, you know, you know, if they made this move. And, and I always like to think about my own life. I'm happy with the way it ended up with who I married. But what if you made a different turn? What if you said something different? What if you said, man, maybe I shouldn't, in, you know, continue this relationship? Where would it have ended? Where would you have ended up with? I think a fascinating site, it's serious, it's not comedy, is who could Jerry and George <laughs> would have ended up with if they didn't make those little slight moves? I would tell you on George's part, Krista Miller may have been that person. I mean, she accepted okay. George and everything. Mm -hmm. Obviously, the peach pit drove him away, but that could be the girl for George. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. My favorite girl for Jerry might have been um, the girl from Sex in the City. Oh, um, yeah. Where <laughs> she put the toothbrush. <laughs> was it toothbrush? Fell yeah. Toilet. yeah. She put his toilet brush in the, to in the toilet to taunt him. <laughs> Yeah, that was going good, and, and you, you saw a spark between them. And then, mm -hmm. but the toothbrush in the toilet thing, obviously, once that happened, you knew the relationship was whoosh, going downhill. Yeah. So. yeah, I yeah. actually thought it was very strange. The uh, not that there's anything wrong with that episode, mm -hmm. the girl, the reporter that you know, mm -hmm. Jerry, uh, they made out at the end of the show, wouldn't like to have a relationship all throughout. I thought mm -hmm. there may have been something there, but obviously, the yeah. The relationship between George and Jerry definitely um, drove that part too. So, yeah. All right. Well, what else we got from this episode that was good? Um, the uh, peaches was good. Yeah, I enjoyed that a great deal. Um, <laughs> once once again, Kramer showing his. Uh, fascination with the better things in life and knowledge about them. Um, you know, Jerry, Jerry knew well what he was talking about. So, you know, um, the Mackinac peaches, which apparently are a thing. Yeah. Who knew before that? I didn't know. Um, and the, I, I laughed as I was watching it now at this point, because his ability to taste when yeah, when, which is pretty common right now. You know, you talk about it a lot as a sign that you have COVID. You know, so it's kind of, kind of funny. Um, you see all these weird articles about Simpsons, like how they project things. Like they had references mm -hmm. to a Trump presidency. You had reference mm -hmm. to all this other stuff. Well, Seinfeld's kind of doing it with the inability to taste. I mean, <laughs> definitely not a health issue. They definitely didn't say the word COVID. But yeah, yeah. maybe we write some blog articles about that. Yeah. Um, the other, um, the other thing that stood out for me was, um, going, it's kind of going back to that George girlfriend relationship, um, about the fact that the show, like pretty much when George and Elaine saw each other in the restaurant and Jer George was asking her, you know, if he could find out if she likes him, you know, it took it to, uh, like a junior high school point, you know, and there were references to that throughout, you know, like my, I, I, I've watched this episode probably in the past couple weeks, past week, I guess, 
um, probably four times now. Chris and I talked earlier and I said, I only watched it once, but I've watched it a few times since then. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and um, the, uh, the, the, that line about you and Potsy. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That was so funny. Um, <laughs> well, and you raised that note saying it was interesting how they went back to high school relationship. And I guess mm -hmm. maybe if, if we're in a mood in real life and, mm -hmm. you know, sometimes you kind of get that way or, Maybe if you're older and not married, you, you say, do you think he likes me? Or, you know, you're talking to yeah. a friend, whatever else case might be. But yeah. it was weird how it reverted. I mean, it, oh, if that totally was your different. first time, Phil, you're like, man, is this weird? Is this some weird adults as high school kids? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it went very much that way. It was strange. Mm -hmm. When Elaine and uh, Krista Miller were um, at the uh, art class and the way they were talking, and she's like, do you like him or do you yes. like him? Yeah. And uh, the funniest was the gum. You know, she got yeah. busted for having gum in class, and she had to spit it out just like you did in junior high. Yeah, um, if that, yeah. If that was the first Seinfeld scene, that scene of them in the art class, would have been very confused about that show. If you said, "Chris, you got to watch this show," I'm like, "Great!" And you showed that scene right there. I'm like, "What is this? Is this some <laughs> high school? Like, are they adults playing high school kids? What's going on?" Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I, I thought that was good. And I don't know, maybe the more I think about it with Kristen Miller, you know, I'm thinking, man, what a great girl that George could have ended up with. But then I guess the more I think about it, man, he's she's drawing on flattering pictures of him. Now, granted, maybe in her heart of hearts, she's like, man, what a swell guy. I don't care if he's big or whatever. But she's drawing weird doodles of him. She's <laughs> saying, I don't know if I like the looks. I mean, maybe she's shaming the poor guy. I mean, in some ways, it's like, oh, it's a great relationship because she likes him, but she's taking shots at him at the same time. I don't know. <laughs> I can't decide what to make of her on this. So. Yeah. So you know, I was thinking about something else while watching this. The the um, Kramer's explanation of um, the book that Elaine was supposed to read. Yeah. It just didn't even care enough, you know, to open up the envelope to see what was in it, you know. Um, I've always, I cannot, I mean, this is, we've joked around about, um, lines in Seinfeld coming back that there's one for every situation in your life, you know, yeah. um, anytime you hear the word unbridled enthusiasm, cockeyed, or, you know, optimist, maybe not, but anytime you hear those words, you think of this episode, you know, because it's, you know, these phrases that come up unbridled enthusiasm they must have said it like three or four times yeah you know and the best is elaine when she's going over it with george you know she's freaked out because of the way he's talking mm. about the book and then when she goes in and sees the guy is excited about it he, she's like okay i'll go with this you know yeah <laughs> to be done in by uncle leo yeah, yeah very weird so I mean, overall, I'm looking at this episode, and it's interesting. They're definitely good elements. I mean, Uncle Leo mm -hmm. alone, I, I, I'm in and everything. Yeah. And I, I like the kind of the re reverting back to high school. Mm -hmm. I don't know, though. Overall, I mean, in the, in the grand scheme of all of Seinfeld's, mm -hmm. you know, this guy's got the doodle ranked 33rd, maybe a little bit too high. I, I wasn't, Amazing. yeah, I wasn't angered after watching this, but I wasn't sure. If it's as high as 33, I mean, it was kind of a decent episode, kind of a strange episode, which is which is good. Mm -hmm. I don't know. 33 seems high. I'm, I'm excited about seeing this at 33. It's 34, actually. Oh, no, 33. Yeah, Sorry. yeah. 
Um, it is kind of high. Um, when you, you know, I was thinking, I was actually thinking about this after our last podcast about, you know, that there's the stuff, when you look at the list that this guy created, he wrote a bunch of stuff, you know, for each episode. And I mean, looking at these, looking at these notes that he puts in, you can tell what made him think about it in terms of, you know, high and low, you know, he, um, it doesn't mention, he doesn't mention like most of the things that we talked about, about this episode. Um, mm -hmm. well, I mean, his, the two things he said are about, um, Jerry's parents and uncle Leo destroying the hotel room. Right. And Elaine spitting out her gum, you know? Right. So it, it's in this list, you know, seems like it might be a little individual, but, um, you know, the, that like the next episode that we're going to look at, I was looking today to try to figure out which one it was. It's another really good one. Um, yeah. And it's the next episode that we're going to talk about is one that created like um, major buzz around it um, because of some of the stuff that was in it. I won't go into it now because we'll do it right. next week, but um, it's, it's interesting, you know, because different things, you know, people, different people relate differently to different episodes. And you could see that this guy reacted to some, some things more than we probably did, you know. Well, I think it's a measure of time. I mean, you look at it, um, yeah. the, and we're talking about the stall. So, you know, look it up. You can figure out what's going yeah. on there. But, you know, in the stall, you know, the content of that, which, in 2020, it would have been, eh, bland, like, oh, you know, funny storyline, but you didn't have to worry about people writing of it. You know, back in the 90s, it was kind of crazy. And mm -hmm. I, I guess bravo to Seinfeld for taking those steps, which probably in a 90s network sitcom would have been crazy, crazy. And mm -hmm. But it, it made for very memorable TV. And when you kind of look back at it, yeah, if it offended you, I guess offended you, but it wasn't. Oh, I mean, I can imagine, like, some people back in the 90s go, oh, we shouldn't watch it because it's talking about that. But I thought it, it pushed the envelope, which was good for comedy. Mm -hmm. um, you know, talked to a comedian this morning who kind of bemoans the fact, like, you know, he came and talked for 10 minutes about COVID in a joking, fun way without people like, oh, why are you talking about this? You're offending me. Yeah. So I, I, I thought it was a good idea for shows like this with Seinfeld to really kind of start pushing the envelope. On different stuff. And we'll see that next week with the stall. It should be interesting. Yeah, there were elements of the stall I liked. And mm -hmm. I, I think when you watch the stall for next week, you really got to look at it and say, transport yourself back to 93. Because if you're watching it like it's a new 2021 sitcom, you're like, yeah. all right, well, a lame you know, storyline. But back in you know the 90s when this came out, you're like, whoa, this is kind of wild for the 90s. And I, and I pushed the envelope and pushed the envelope in a, a really cool, fun way. So, yeah, the souls next week. I you know just give you a, a brief idea. 34 is about right, but maybe it should be a little higher. I'd say. <clears throat> so, yeah, season five of Seinfeld. Um, real quick, and we gotta get back. Um, <clears throat> some interesting things came out. Uh, Jason Alexander on Twitter, he retweeted this. This guy, I don't know, Laura, how do we quickly describe it? It kind of made Seinfeld into a darker 
kind of a drama type thing. You, you'll yeah. have to see it. I'll, I'll have the link when we post the show. I thought that was fun. And speaking of Jason Alexander, uh, Super Bowl was last weekend. And, you know, we had the Seinfeld reunion, what was it about, maybe eight years ago now, I think. But <clears throat> Jason Alexander was back in a Super Bowl ad. I thought it was really funny. They had a Jason Alexander shirt, and they had so when you pour junk on the shirt, you know, his face kind of contorts because obviously he's feeling that. And it was great because at the end, He's in the car. He's like, what are you doing with my shirt? Because the guy was wearing a Jason Alexander shirt. Yeah. I thought that was good. Um, yeah. It was cute. Yeah. The, the ads this, this year were not spectacular. I mean, it was a different kind of a year, just like, you know, <laughs> just like the year was a different kind of a year, you know, obviously. I'm to the but. point which and it's like people rank Seinfeld episodes. Who knows? Everybody's different. You're all going to rank it in different ways. I'm down with take an old pop song, reimagine it into ad, and you're like, oh, I used to like to add. I mean, yeah. The Shaggy song, it wasn't me. A goofball, you know, pop culture song a, a while back, but I thought that was brilliant. The Darkness, a couple years ago, they did that rock song, I believe, on Think Called Love, and they attached the phone company, and they were all dancing mm-hmm. in the streets and everything. Yeah. I don't know, for me, that's how you use me on Super Wide. It's not different. I don't know. Yeah, if you want to get to Chris, reimagine a song from five years ago, and I'm in, I guess. So. <laughs> Very strange. So, but, yeah, we'll be back next week with, um, I'm forgetting that, The Stall. Oh, on Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah it, it's Friday. It's been a week. But, hey, I'll tell you, this week has taken a good turn because it got to spend it with Laura uh, talking about the doodle. And we'll, we'll be back next week to talk about The Stall. Let us know what you think. And, again, don't just – Judge us. Judge the show. Yeah. Judge our opinions and everything. It should be fun. So we'll catch up with you soon. Thanks again for checking out the Seinfeld Podcast. For Laura, this is Chris. Appreciate it, everybody. Have a great day. <laughs>